0: so much for tuning into my podcast ignite the flame if you're looking for a twin flame community where you can feel encouraged loved on and inspired then you have come to the right place here my goal is to have a twin flame community of those in separation perhaps even those in union to come together and share their personal stories or letters to their twin flame during separation just to keep the flame going and the love strong. If you have any stories you would like to share or letters to your twin flame, please send them over to ignitetf at yahoo.com. That is I-G-N-I-T-E-T-F at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy. hello. Hello. Okay, so this is an um, update just on like what I've been experiencing for the past few days. And to be honest, actually, I feel called to talk about what happened um, last week, Friday, with my twin flame. And I don't know, I'm talking like this because I don't know exactly if I'm going to post this. Uh, So this is going to be very, very personal. Uh, And I will just go from there. I apologize for any like echoing or noise. Um, I don't have the proper equipment yet, but I know I will soon. So just bear with me in the meantime. Like I said, I'm not sure if I'm even going to post this. I just need to get all of this out because it is coming out um, in other ways, which I will discuss later on. So, um, this is, this is, I'm just going to give a little trigger warning as well. Um, cause you know, this experience that happened between my twin flame and I, obviously we are meant to, uh, see the shadow version of ourselves in our twin flame. So I am just going to give that warning. And so if you don't want to listen to this, Go ahead and do what you need to do to be okay. But this is going to be a very like a shocking uh, revelation or just, you know, obviously podcast to listen to. So, you know, stay with me if you can. So last week, Friday, um, after being in separation for about two months with my twin flame, not really having any contact with him at all, just went back into... The running stage or he went back into the running stage rather and um, it was it was interesting because I started to at that point I want to say it was like the third time you know that he ran away and it hurt less but it was just like I forgave him within you know probably a week or two after he did what he did and so, you know, I still reached out, you know, still sent him my love, still did all of that in 3D. Just let him know, like, hey, if you do want to come back, like, don't feel, don't feel any type of way. Don't feel like you can't come back to me because just know I forgive you. And not like that necessarily matters, um, which honestly I could get into, into a different, uh, in a different podcast But really, that doesn't matter because with the divine masculine, they it everything is an illusion. You know, it doesn't matter what you say. Like, it they just feel this energy of abandonment, rejection, uh, uh, fear, not understanding the connection, not really just like just being in denial, essentially. So you know, I still wanted to let him know, like, I love you and we're okay. I forgive you. So anyway. I didn't see him at that time. I think that was the end of September. Yeah, that was September because, um, the middle, the middle of September, because I moved into my new place shortly thereafter in October. So, uh, and I remember this feeling like, damn, like I want to share this with him. I want to, and I, he, um, not to get too much into like our personal stories and stuff, but, you know, he recently bought his own house, which is like such a huge thing. And, I I really feel it in my heart, like, he hasn't even really accepted that, and so, yeah, um, I was about to get into that, but I'm not, <laughs> but, yeah, so, I just, I feel like there's so many things that have come up to the surface, just, you know, on a real personal note, that is just so hard, to be aware of, and it's like, okay, I gotta do the work, I gotta do the work, I gotta be mindful, I gotta be, you know, like, it's so many things that you gotta do every single day to keep your vibrations high, to to not repeat cycles, and I just realized, like, maybe it's more so about clearing energy, as opposed, and on top of being mindful of your thoughts, being mindful of your actions, being mindful of your triggers, of your, 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 um, your mindset like is this is you know because then it's like then of course you're gonna feel overwhelmed because you're getting downloads on top of that then you know so it's 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 an intricate system to try and balance and that's just where i feel like i'm at right now you know after the dark night of the soul after my awakening it was really rough and and so now a few months into uh Meeting my twin flame, knowing my twin flame and being activated. It's like I'm flowing more, but now it's just like I need to, I need that balance and I don't know how to do it. So I know that was a little bit of a side note, but that's just like reflecting off of like where I was even a few months ago because now we're approaching December and like that's so interesting how much growth can happen in such a short amount of time and, like, you're, you're, sometimes unconsciously you're doing it, you know? And um, so, yeah, that's just where I was at uh, at that time where it was, like, you know, he bought his own place. And then now I'm manifesting my own place. And, like, and both of those occasions we were in separation. So it was, like, I could, we couldn't even share that with each other. And I know, like, since I had that longing with him to be there uh, on this new chapter with me, like, I know he did, too. And so... You know, it it is what it is. I know, like, I'm not going to be sad about it because I truly know, like, there is going to be a future with us. And, you know, we're going to have many more of those situations. Like, everything that has happened in separation, whatever, everything negative, it, it truly doesn't mean anything. Because, like, that's not the purpose and that's not our mission. So, with the understanding of that, like, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with what we didn't have because I know what we can be so anyway um to try and keep this story short uh it i don't even really know how we came back in contact at the end of um the middle of november i just know like i it it was it was just Like nothing ever happened, but it was good. It was not, it was because that's like forgiveness, you know, unconditional love. It's like, like you're here now and that's all that matters. Like, I'm not, I don't have a grudge towards you. You know, obviously there's some boundaries, there's some issues that need to be discussed because, you know, you can't keep on treating me this way. You need to understand that. But for the most part, it was just like, it was, it was cool. It was, it was very free flowing, very organic, very easy and I remember when I got off the phone with him and this is following Thanksgiving week so he had a Friendsgiving dinner to attend to where I'm at because he lives back at home so he travels a lot between here and there and for you know this time around he was actually here you know divine timing he was here in Georgia and you know, it was able to help me with what I needed with my furniture, and you know that. Anyway, I'm not. I wasn't <laughs> having to be so careful with what I say because I don't want to reveal too much. But anyway, um, uh, so yeah, it was so it was so crazy to me because, you know, with synchronicities. As you guys, uh, if you are new to the twin flame journey or you know seasoned. You you will come to see, you will know like synchronicities are going to happen every which way, and it's so beautiful when you encounter them. And I just, you know, I one of my prayers for anyone listening to this podcast is that you come, you, you come to embrace God, embrace source, whatever you want to call it. I call him Jesus, I call him God. Uh, so that, that's me um and i part of this journey is uh embracing receiving love especially god's love because that has been very very difficult for me just off of my past ex- life experiences and my karma whatever Um, you know, it was very hard and I got disconnected from source. And that's one of the things that I'm, I feel like I'm in a season that I have to kind of be isolated to reconnect with God, most importantly. So, uh, yeah, that was a little nugget just to put that out there, like just, you know, when you see synchronicities, one of my prayers, one of my 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 hope and my recommendation is that you, when you see it, you just stop and pause for a second and say thank you so much for loving me so unconditionally that you bless me with a twin flame. You bless me with this journey. You bless me with this soul mission. And how can I repay you? How can I live out my purpose? to its entirety and do it well and serve you well and serve others well. You know, just take that moment to stop and be like, wow, this is real, you know? And so that's what I did. As soon as we got off the phone, it was 717. Holy crap. I was like, wow, that like ain't God good. <laughs> ain't he <it> good, y'all? <laughs> but um I'm not even get into the like the next day what I saw as like it was crazy confirmation. Not even the next day, it was like the Monday after. It was this crazy confirmation. I was just like, my God, my God. Um, uh, and so let, I'm gonna talk about Friday now, because that was Thursday night. Uh Friday, we met up really early. Um and I didn't normally when I meet up with him, I feel so like so nervous, so much anxiety. It's like butterflies it's like, oh, my God. OK, like, you know, and it was it was it was there, but it was tampered down. It was very, very like minimal compared to all the other times. And it was actually, in fact, kind of I like kind of like how I felt when I first met him, when I first met him and I met up with him uh i didn't i didn't care you know i didn't i didn't have that instant like oh my god this is this is something different about this guy i mean i had it but it was very minute it was very like "Mm," you know how we met uh we met we met on tinder and i was like i was gonna swipe left (laughs) and i was like there's something about this guy that i just I don't know. I'm I'm going to give him a chance. And honestly, I thought he was fake. I, like I'm not even going to He's that good looking and just scrumptious and like gorgeous where it's just like I was like this is a fake ass profile, but whatever. Like fuck it. Excuse my language. I was like, you know, like it doesn't even it doesn't even matter because like I was such in a low low disgusting place in my life where i just this is this is like i said trigger warning this is gonna be really hard but to um it's not hard to acknowledge but it's hard to embrace like that that's just how i was feeling but i was at a point in my life where i was like i just want to be used for sex because that's that's pretty much what i know and i don't like every time i have i try to have an emotional Connection with someone, it goes awry. I've never really had any real long term relationships i mean i'm only twenty seven and so that's a good thing. but like you know my first real boyfriend when is my was my high school sweetheart, and that lasted for about two and a half years of like full on commitment and then like i don't know another two years of just being on and off so that's like the longest type of relationship I've had in my entire life. Apart from that, I've never really had, like, a real soul connection with anyone. And so, you know, I've also experienced molestation and rape. And so that's just in the back of my head. I was just like, you know, earlier this year, it was really just like, I want to escape. I just went through something really traumatic and this you know a person my false twin twin flame actually um it was it was brutal it was brutal how deceitful he was to me and it broke my heart it broke my it broke me and i became obsessed i i became bitter I became like this empty version of myself and it was this i felt so low i've never felt that low in my entire life And, yeah, and so I was, when I met my twin flame, my real twin flame, I was just like, whatever. Like, I'll see if this Negro is real and, like, if he's real. You know, I just, even, like, talking to him on Tinder, I was just, like, judging him. Or I was just like, this ain't real. I don't even care. Let's see. I'm waiting for you to slip up. I'm waiting for a catfish story. You know, like, it's whatever. I wasn't taking it serious. So then when he had called me and he actually fake like he initiated a FaceTime call once he got my number and I was like oh he's real but even then it was just like he was just a regular smegler person to me you know and so um yeah cut to so that's that's basically how our our story started I didn't I didn't I wasn't awakened and I know that he was awakened uh not awakened, but he was aware of our connection before I did. He, it was, it was, it it was, this. he was, I was actually the runner at first. And so he was so captivated and so ready and like calling me babe within like three days of, of after we actually met. And, uh, and like all this stuff, like really like into invested in the relationship will call me and be like, you know, like what's going on? Why are you feeling this way? And like, just really like trying, like chasing me, really trying to connect with me. And I was like, no, I was, I did not want to admit what was going on and, in, in you know, emotionally with me. And then as soon as I embraced it, it's like almost days later, the dynamic switched where he became the runner and I became the chaser. And that's how it's been pretty much ever since. So that was a quick synopsis of or summary of, uh, our, our, uh, background, so, yeah, that, it, it was, it, it felt when I saw him again for the first time in, like, a month and a half, two months, uh, this month, last week, it, it, it was that same, like, like, minute nervousness, but just, like, that comfortability, that familiarity, where it's, like, okay, I'm gonna see you, you know, it was, it was like day one, and, uh, and so we came back to my place, and I, <laughs> I instantly knew, I'm like, he, he already knew about this place, I did not, you cannot tell me anything, because it's like, he already, like, you know, I knew, I, I, I sensed it from when I was posting on Instagram and stuff, like, I'm like, I feel like Greg is watching me, I ooh, I said his name. I'm probably gonna bleep that out. But um, but I just I just said it to myself. I was just like, yeah, I feel like he is watching my story, watching my post, and cause I felt I sensed it, and I felt this like sadness that you know he wasn't there again. That that just you know that that feeling, just being connected and telepathically talking and stuff. Uh, I knew like he was stalking me and so it <laughs> kind of confirmed that when he came in person he was just like it was no like oh like congratulations this is nice it was like mm-hmm, yeah so just it was just like okay really <laughs> you know <laughs> so um so anyway uh to get into like the end of the night that was really, really triggering and really, like, just bad. Um, and and what I have to, like, come to terms with is that, like, he is me. So, like, there's a part... It may not... It, he may manifest things differently. Like, he may really be different in how he does things. Like, the extreme way that he does things. But it's still some... It, on a core level, it is some aspect of me. It's an aspect of me, not some. But, so yeah. Then I ended with me cooking for him to, I just, I love to host. I really do. So, like, I don't think about, like, taking care of my guests. I just do it. Like, you know, and it's never, like, the stipulation of, oh, this is the guy I'm dating. and Or, you know, whatever. Is this, is this. And so, like, you have to take it slow, and cooking for them is wifely duties. It's, like, it's not that. It's just, like, you're at my place, and I want to take care of you. So, I'm going to ask you if you want anything to drink. I'm going to ask you if you want snacks. Like, you know, because I feel like that's very rude if you come to somebody's house, and, like, you're there all day, or in this situation, like, you're helping me out, and I'm just like, okay, deuces. Like, thank you. And then, like, don't even offer you a cup of water. Is <laughs> this what? You know? So that, So, I was cooking for him, and... Uh, he went on the phone and was talking to his friend and then this this he was talking to the friend that he had terrible prank on me and saying that he got her pregnant so of course it was some slight bitterness like did you have some type of attraction to her did you have sex with her like what and what was it that you know you just want to say that she like she's the one you got pregnant and besides the fact that she actually is pregnant so of course it's gonna be a good joke because she is physically pregnant and so I mean obviously I'm thinking too deep into it and it, I didn't even really feel that way but it was it did cross my mind like hi why are you talking to her and you just like told me that you got her pregnant you know <laughs> so um it was that kind of like the uh, I guess insecurity but um And it's being super sensitive. You know, I am uh, an empath. So I am very, very sensitive to energy. And I'm very sensitive, especially, you know, him being my twin flame. Just, like, being able to know, like, to innately know what he's thinking and how he's feeling. Like, it just, it didn't feel good. And so he was talking on the phone with her because she had called him back because she did need to talk to him about something. And... She knew I was there. Like, she was like, okay. He was like, oh, you know, B is here. Like, I so saw whatever you got to say, like, be mindful, like, you're on FaceTime, and she's going to hear. So, um, and so long story short, I asked him if he wanted something in what I was making, if he was okay with it. And it, she, I just knew, like, the way he responded, I knew she was like, oh, you have, you have her cooking for you. Or she had to say something like that. Not that I heard it, because at that point, he had her call on regular phone or whatever. I don't know. But um, he she was off a speaker. And so, and I, I sensed the reason. So, I'm going to backtrack and give some context. I had took my headphones up and started cooking. Because I was like, you know what? Like, I kind of just want to listen to my podcast. And I want to vibe out. And if, you know, I'm going to respect you. Like, I'm you know, an air sign, so I like my freedom, I like my independence, and I like I know he does too, and so I was like, I didn't care, I didn't care at all that he's on the phone with his friend, you know, because I had just came from taking a shower, and you know, he, whatever he needs to do to be stimulated or whatever, I didn't care, and so I was, I was respecting his space and just saying like, you know what, let me just do my own thing, cook, and then we could, you know, talk and spend some time with each other that's just how it was in my head but it just went completely different because um, once he saw that i put my headphones in that's when like he switched from being on facetime with her and i sensed like because he had stopped talking for a few moments and i just sensed that they were like he was texting and i'm like something's not right like he's he's talking about me i just knew it and so something told me don't put the headphones in, but don't actually play anything. And so I'm very happy that I did because I heard a lot more than he actually knows more than I said, because I wanted to see how honest he was going to be when I confronted him. And yeah, it was, it was, it was brutal because he was saying a lot of harsh things like after you know that initial comment of like me sensing that he was talking about me he said something like oh you know swag like i'm the man i'm not and i was just like oh my god you know and it was so disturbing because i'm like this is not for the past few months i've constantly been seeing a side of him that i do not like and then i had to reflect it back to me and say what is it about me that i don't like and then I realized I suffer. I, I, I have a hard time with self-acceptance. And, you know, so not to blame him, not to put anything on him, but, I'm you know, just really, again, trying to be mindful of everything that he does is a reflection of you. Being mindful of my thoughts. Being, you know, again, as I said earlier, just, su- just being super aware and reflective in every moment and being present. So I'm happy that I didn't. I was present in that moment because it revealed a lot. Uh, not not necessarily what he thought, because I don't I don't I I think that's an illusion. I you know I know that's rooted in what he was saying was rooted in insecurity, and it's so interesting because he was calling me insecure, and he was saying he turns out he's dating someone. Hmm. And I don't you know he didn't outright say that he's dating her, but he said that he had sex with her. And it's just like some of the things that he said and his body language, some of the things that he body language and some of the things that he wasn't saying. I just sensed it was something more to the story, and I hated the fact that he couldn't just be upfront with me. Where like, you know, our relationship, it it never was like this. Like we were completely transparent with each other. It came to the point where even like earlier that day when I was with him and he was helping me with the furniture, I told him I said, "You know what? One of the things I really enjoy and really appreciate about our relationship is that we could be transparent with each other and honest. Like I I never have been this transparent with a man in my entire life." And he was like, "Yeah, the same. You know, I haven't I don't I don't have this with anybody." And so it hurt because it was like we just had that moment that revelation with each other and then like you're lying to me you know and I didn't understand I don't understand why he will lie to me why he's being deceitful and it, it really does hurt and so to hear him mind you I'm in the kitchen I'm cooking and I'm pretending this whole time like I don't hear him like that was so hard because there were several times when he was talking that I wanted to pick up that hot skillet, okay, and slap it across his head. And if you could not tell, I am have a back, uh, Jamaican background <laughs> if, the, if the accent came out a little bit. But yes, that, that's just how I was feeling, Just just to be real. I wanted to pound on his head with that hot-ass skillet. And ask him, who the hell does he think he is? You must got me all types of messed up. All types of messed up. (sighs) I'm telling you the blood of Jesus, man. That Jesus came over me. He was watching over me in that moment. And he led me to do that. And, you know, again, with that divine timing... I was triggered throughout that whole entire day. And we were able to kind of like move past it. Uh, But that right there, that level of disrespect, it just took the cake. It really did take the cake because it was just like, you're talking crap about me. And you're talking about a woman that you said you only had sex with. And she's feeding for the D. And you don't even really want her like that. You're talking about her and you're comparing us. And then you're saying like, oh, you know... (laughs) oh you know talking about me she's insecure or um this is like i'm not with her because like is this, you know i can't deal with insecurities and she's too aggressive sometimes or assertive and it's like really do you not see that that's a like that's you and then i had to and then like later on when i was thinking about it i'm like no wait that's me too And then I uh, love Pastor Michael Todd. If you don't know about him, please watch his videos, y'all. Please watch his videos. He is so anointed and so real in just, like, issues of our heart. And there was a series called, or this one sermon and part of a series, a few series, um, called Fathers Unaware. And the general consensus of the series is Forgiveness University. So just and so if you haven't been able to tell by now, is this particular sermon talks about f- like forgiving your fathers because they were unaware. And it was shortly it was literally like days two days after meeting up with my twin flame that I watched this sermon and it just dawned on me like I'm insecure, therefore he's insecure because we were not secure in our relationship with our father. We were not seen. We were not heard. We were not soothed. We were not told to be our authentic selves. We were not, we were not held. We were not nurtured the way we should have been when we were kids. And we have a lot of daddy issues. And so I'm happy again. I'm happy that all of that came out. I am just upset. That he, like, we kind of, the last, before the last separation and what caused the separation is that he basically unknowingly admitted that he was talking crap about me behind my back. And I struggle with the fact that it's like, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that type of person. And then I had to realize, like, obviously some part of me is if he's doing it. And so I realized like, okay, wait, I do like drama and I do like gossip. And I, if I don't feel secure in a relationship, I am going to talk crap about them behind their back. But then not even really know that I'm doing that. It's just vent and get things off my chest. But then it's like I have to, with you know, daddy issues, I have to go to, to, to Abba first. I have to go to God first. And because I don't really have that relationship with him the way I need to... I, you know, I've meant I go to the wrong people and, I, and I'm negative or I do the wrong things. And that's not who I want to be. That is not aligned with my soul. And so obviously my twin flame is going to do that because that's, that's, that's something that needs to be cleared within me. And so when we talked about it, he didn't take any type of accountability for it. And he tried to flip it back and blame it on me. And this is, again, this is a few months ago, right before our, like, third separation. So, um... That was interesting to, like, to to know that he was... Find out that he was talking about me behind my back. And that wasn't the first time. But that was the first real time that, like, I really was just like, oh. Like, he really is doing this. And so... Now to experience him doing it right in front of me and 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 having to know that I would hear some of it, you know, because if you are listening to music, music stops and we'll go to the next song or uh, there's going to be moments where there's silence where I could hear you. And so I had to realize, oh, wait, that was self, himself sabotaging. And I noticed it from when we first started talking again um, earlier this month. Oh, yeah, we well, we started talking again because my, my grandma died and I reached out to him because I, I just really wanted, and my soul just wanted him, you know, that connection we had where I know, like, he would, like, coax me and I would be okay. And um, so I realized, like, he was doing certain things to sabotage our connection and push me away And I would have to call him out on it. And then, like, he would be very, very abrasive and rude. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, you, like, what is going on, you know? And so now to, like, think, like, to have a good day, to, you know, feel like we're okay. And then at the end of the night when I'm making sure you're taken care of by, you know, feeding you and wanting to spend time with you and and, and enjoy your presence, like, you are... Right in front of me talking crap about me and talking and comparing me to another woman saying, I don't know if he was saying like he wishes that I could be like her or she could be like me. And I feel off of what I remember, like I feel like he was saying, why can't she be like me? And then I was thinking like, oh, my God, like, what the hell? Like, I'm right here. You know, like I I'm here. Why can't you be OK enough and and, and just awaken already to our connection so that you don't have to look for me in another woman, like that was just so crazy to me, and um it was hurtful it was hurtful it was hurtful to be in in a safe place my home and invite this man that i i, I adore and admire and love so much and have him talk mess about me to his friends and then it's like and then it hurt because it's like i I'm so spiritual. And and aware, whereas it's like, I know what that means like when you when you tell people your private business, they're gonna shape a version of you in their head, and this is it's just not it's not gonna f- feel welcoming I'm not gonna feel good about it because you talk so much mess about me or said talk share so many private things as like this is who they think I am. And not that I care about how they think or who they think I am. Just more so, like, just not, yeah, not feeling accepted. Obviously, as I'm saying that now, like, I've realized that that's something I'll have to work on. Um, And honestly, like, I feel like that's just low vibrational stuff where, you know, when we are together, where we are in union and not just reunion... I know all of these low vibrational people like are not gonna be in his lives. So I don't even really care about it. I just care that like he's also surrounding himself with people who aren't good for him. And that was a hard revelation to come to because it was just like he has to go through he has to so I'm the I'm the as a divine feminine, we're called to be the manifestors really. Like we have to do the work. And we have to, you know, do the clearing and, and start manifesting our soul's desires. Whereas men have to, like, have the more physical aspect of it, where it's like they have to go through karma, karmic situations and, and bad decisions, bad choices to finally be in a, such a low place where it's like they have their tower moment. And they surrender completely to the connection to God, and then they awaken. And then they go through the whole process of awakening, the dark night of the soul, whatever, whatever. And then they, then you come to union. And so it's like, I just don't want him to go through that, you know? I just, my heart is like, oh, protect him, save him, like, you know, baby him. Like, you don't have to go through it. Learn, like, you know, see see the wisdom and everything and then learn from that don't go through it yourself and it's like wait that's not my i can't i can't do anything about that so if he has to learn the hard way in every aspect of his life then he's just gonna have to do that i just pray he don't catch nothing or get no nobody pregnant get no std like stay safe (laughs) you know and so it really is, I just had to come to realize that unconditional love means letting it go and trusting that it's going to come back to you. And like letting, like letting them do whatever it is that they want to do and, and not having any judgment, not being bitter, just I forgive you whenever you come back. I love you. We can talk about things and then we can move on. And so that's just where I'm at now. And it's so interesting because that Friday when we met up again and had a very short like reunion, it was um, the day of, I don't remember. Let me see. I think it was November. Oh my gosh. Tell me why. I just look at, looked at the time and it is 8.08, y'all. That is balance and... New beginnings. If I I'm I'm thinking about biblically, so that's dope. And it just turned eight oh nine, so it was like specifically for me to see. Thank you, Jesus. I love you so much. Ooh, thank you for your grace and your favor and your anointing, Father God. Uh, so yes, last week Friday. <laughs> was the twenty, the 20th yeah it was the 20th and i forgot why that was an important day oh yes it was um two 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 so it like that, that if y'all know about that number like that number is so powerful and and it has a lot to do with love and relationships so it was this i didn't even know like i wasn't i was aware of that date and what it meant Um, from like the day before or whatever but I just again like with the synchronicities and this God's grace and love man it's like I was completely unaware of it the day of even though I knew about it from the day before and like from a week before even it's like I just never in I was never in a in a mode of gratitude that whole entire day because I was consumed With my twin flame and us seeing each other for the first time in months. That it was just like, I didn't even know like this was so, it was so ordained and so destined to happen. And such like a confirmation that we met up for the first time in months in separation. And it was just smooth the whole day and just like a confirmation of our connection like, it was so powerful, the energy between us and like what our moment together, which I'm not going to get into because it's super private and personal. And I don't want to ruin that. But it was just like God literally ordained that moment to come together on November 11th. I'm sorry, November 20th, 2020. So, one, one, two, 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 two. Like, it just, it just, it, it. You know it was just it was so powerful, and then to see like the confirmation as I was saying um again, just a few days on Monday a few days later of seven seeing seven seventeen on this reading after getting off the phone with him uh, that Thursday before uh the twentieth of seven seventeen so it was just like God really was just answering my prayers as far as like him being my true twin flame. Uh, after having gone through a false twin flame and that whole thing and not really just kind of like doubting our connection but yeah so I don't even know why I brought that up but um yeah so I I, I really can't even remember what I was saying <laughs> I got lost in the sauce y'all I apologize but um I'm gonna end with uh summing everything up that Yeah, that day was miraculous. That day was such a confirmation and so ordained. It's not even funny. And um, so, you know, to be triggered and it it ended pretty badly. Like it, it really ended like with both of us being very, very, very upset because I confronted him after listening to him say all those things And not say it to my face, but saying it indirectly to my face. And um, it got really bad at the end of the night. It got really bad. As far as like when he, after he left, I kicked him out. And uh, the, the hurt I felt, I've never felt that way I haven't felt that way in such a long time that like I just it was it was somewhat unbearable. It was it was somewhat unbearable to go through. And so if you're interested in knowing what where we're at now it's weird. It's it's complicated and it's weird because we are kind of talking. But then we're not. And um, I see where he, I feel like he's trying. I feel like he wants to try. And I'm at a place where I'm leaving space for him. But I'm also just giving him distance and I'm doing my own thing. So um, interestingly enough, tomorrow is November 30th. I still have yet to post my other podcast, um, so I'm gonna get started on that now, and I'm gonna try and uh, put this out there for you know Twin Flames so they can listen and we can start a community. Uh, so yes, I as of right now I reached out to him again because um, he actually has like his own business. And in one of his services, it's like helping you know, move whatever, fix furniture, whatever. And so, I was like, you know what, like, I really do need help. I got my bedroom set, and I have a few more things coming in. And your girl, like, I get very stimulated, and if I get overstimulated, I just feel very overwhelmed. And so, with that bedroom set, it's just like, mm-mm, nope, I can do little things here and there, but now, nah, like. Someone's going to have to take over for this. (laughs) I really need somebody to take over for this. So I um, asked him if he could come and I'll, you know, leave him here. I'll go to work and, you know, so we don't have to see each other. Like, I just need you to do this. I'll even pay you and we keep it pushing. And as of right now, he has not responded. And it's Sunday. I asked him to come on Wednesday. So we will see. We'll see how this unfolds, but... I just, something tells me that he's, with my birthday coming up in January, the end of January, and with Christmas coming around and stuff, something tells me that he's trying to find a way in and he's trying to work up the courage to be honest and vulnerable with me. And so that's why I'm like, let me just focus on me because I see there's so many things that I want to do and want to work on. And I need to start doing that, you know, and I really want to start working on energy healing because uh, so many new things have happened in this past week alone that like I like I just felt this shift, you know, it's this shift of energy where it's like embrace, embrace your calling, embrace who you are and start doing the work. And so with that being said, I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I, it's okay to, you know, miss him. It's okay to whatever, feel whatever it is I need to feel, but it's like, I don't want to stay stuck there. You know, I don't want to stay stuck there anymore. And like, in order for us to be okay, I have to balance, I have to be the one to do the emotional work and the clearing and i have to put myself first and so that's just like the mindset i'm in and so i'm still open to the connection obviously i just don't want any distractions and i also want to be very clear in how i'm receiving him you know because what he did was disrespectful and despite like it meaning the the purpose of it which was like to reveal what I've been avoiding or haven't known about, you know, it still was very disrespectful and very rude. And like, I'm not going to tolerate that. And so, you know, he has to know like, yeah, I will forgive you, but these are the boundaries now. And you like, in order for you to come back to my, into my life, despite who you are to me, you got to show me that, Like, you are sincerely sorry, and this is the actions that you're going to take for us to be okay, and then start doing it. And if you're not ready, that is completely okay. That is so okay. Do whatever it takes for you to be okay. And, yeah, so that's just just where I'm at. And I feel in a good place. I really do feel like I'm in a good place where it's like I'm actually looking forward to the future of Like, I guess, still operating in my singleness and just doing what I gotta do for myself and just figuring out what that looks like for me. So, with that being said, I'm going to end here. Thank you so much for listening. I apologize if it was super long, of just, you know, part of me like venting, getting it out, and (laughs) kind of being all over the place. But mostly, I just pray that you. Uh, get something out of this out of my transparency and I am always here if any one of you wants to talk or share your own stories have me uh produce your stories just know that whatever you send me please let me know if you want it to be like send me what you want me to read basically so, if you want me to say, yes, my twin flame, so-and-so, well, like I'm going to read exactly what I get. So, please be aware of that. Um, please let me know. And, yes, if you need anything, any, let me know how you want this podcast to go. If you want me to end with some advice, some reflection... Uh, see if I can get some twin flames and unions to join and just share the experience like I'm already going to do that but let me know what you would like to get out of this podcast so thank you so much for listening thank you so much for being open and to receive all of God's glory and first of all and, and yes first of all all of God's glory but just as important your life's purpose so Thank you again and talk to you soon.